Hey, good morning. We have a surprise for you. Uh, our text is talking about Thomas the twin and, and St. Louis Crossing has their own uh, set of real life twins. And we're going to be talking to Jacob and Jordan Johnson here in just a minute. Uh, they're going to talk about their faith journey. It's something I've really been wanting to do with our church for a long time is uh, have people just share their faith journey. And this morning, I'm so excited. It's a big treat for you uh, as we begin talking about uh, the, the faith journey of Jacob and Jordan Johnson. So, uh, Jordan, you said to me that... Um, over the course of the last week or so, we've been in conversation, and, and you said something like to the fact that there was a period of time that God wasn't even on your radar. Yeah. So, you know, we'd, we'd grown up in the church, but we'd kind of gotten away, and that was probably maybe before fifth grade, probably. And, you know, from probably that time until about what junior year it was, I think, Yeah. when we started coming to prayer breakfast, you know, I, I believed in God, you know, I just from a basic standpoint of kind of yes. a mental ascent, right? Yep. But other than that, he like I like you'd said, like I'd said, he he wasn't really on my radar. Um, I didn't really think of. I definitely didn't think how how can I glorify God today? Okay. So Jacob was that, was were you in the same kind of the same place as your brother? Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's it's a real blessing to be able to have a twin and a brother at the house, you know. It's been great for us to walk together. And so I think we were at similar points in the fact that we had a basic belief in God, but it just, it was not a consuming passion in our life at that yeah. point. So, so for you, Jacob, I mean, so how did that faith journey begin? Or what, 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 what was the impetus for that to happen? How did God move in your life? Um, it, I believe it was junior year and there were just certain events and, you know, culmination of things that eventually Brother Sean asked us, you know, do you want to come to prayer breakfast? And it was just kind of like, you know, this would be a good, you know, foot in the door kind of thing. Sure. And so we came to prayer breakfast and then after time, just hearing more, it was, it just spoke to us really well. And we could just see God reeling us in. So Jordan, did you guys talk about that at home or? Yeah, we definitely did. You know, we, we would come and after prayer breakfast, we'd be driving to school and it'd be like, it started out silent. And then one of us would just kind of be like, you know, wow, like this is like, this is resonating with us. And this, like, we believe this. And if we do, then it, it needs to take a bigger precedence in our life. It, it needs to take on more meaning. So as our folks know, you guys started showing up in worship and, and that began, I'm assuming, to help as well. And so, Jacob, was there a, was there a spot? Did, was there a place? Uh, do you remember or can you help us understand when you placed your faith in Christ? How, how did that happen? Um, I would say there was a certain point. I don't remember exactly, sure. but... Um, yeah, by God's grace, we finally started attending church here, um, and it just came to the point where I realized, you know, I can't save myself. Like, it's I got to place my faith in Jesus as my Savior, um, and it was around when we had the prayer at the pole. Yeah. From it was kind of with prayer breakfast. Right. We did it at yeah. our school, and I remember just kind of accepting Jesus into my life as my Lord and Savior. That's awesome. Jordan, how, how about you? How was that for you? Um, I guess I was a little slower. I, I definitely felt God calling on my heart. And I could remember a lot of Sundays you'd ask anybody if you want to come up. And I, I couldn't tell you how many times I wanted to. But I think the, the moment for sure that I will look to and say was 
this year, um, in the fall, I have an university at Franklin, and we had a prayer night, and I spent an hour just in prayer, and I felt God calling on my heart, and I ended up sitting down with one of the leaders and just praying, like, God, I know that I've fallen short of your glory, and I know that I desperately need you, and I, I can't save myself. I need you to save me and to just help me forgive myself for all the things I've done and come to you. And it was sincerely, I've never felt like crying tears of joy. I sincerely did that night. It's probably the best night of my life. You know, what's neat is you, you both have your own unique story. You're twins, obviously, but, but, uh, but you have your own unique story and God moved in your, in your lives in a very a real and personal and unique way. But there's a common thing. And I just want to make sure that that we're capturing that um, you both came to a place that, that you couldn't save yourself. And then there was, there was something to do with this Jesus. Um, and you had to, you had to do something with him. You either had to trust him or, or turn your back and, and walk away maybe. And so I, my mind thinks about the rich young ruler in the Bible. Um, you know, when he asked how, how, how can I be saved? And of course, Jesus didn't give him that, that I'm pray these magical words. He, 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 he referred him to the, the God of his heart, and uh, for which was his possessions, uh, and he walked away. But, but this morning, uh, we're talking about Thomas. And like uh, you guys didn't say it, but I've talked to you long enough to know that there, there were probably some doubts along yeah. the way. Yeah. And you were unsure. Definitely. And, uh, and uh, there came a point where God, God revealed to you that he was who he said he was, and you yeah. were able to exclaim, my Lord and my God. Uh, we're glad to have you in the family, um, and I think that uh, what's neat is that the truth of Scripture, which we talked about just a minute ago, that you didn't see Jesus, but you believed, you're blessed, and that the Word coming, being around teens at the pole in varsity, all these things are, are working in concert, if you will, as a great orchestra of faith in your life. And um, so uh, tell us what's next for you guys. Uh, you're both in college. A little uh, uh, different and uh, so um, Jacob we'll start with you just tell us where you're at and then what's going on in your life from a faith perspective and then Jordan will talk to you yeah so um, as most do know I'm obviously attending Indiana State University um, I'll be a junior next semester um, and something that's recently occurred is I've joined a fraternity and this upcoming semester I'm I have an opportunity um, to be the chaplain for our fraternity, which I am really looking forward to. I know it's a big responsibility, but it's an amazing opportunity for me to be a messenger of God's word. So I'm praying that um, I'll speak the truth faithfully to God's people and hopefully, you know. And you're over in Terre Haute? I am. And you're at Indiana State? Yes. Okay. All right. Jordan? Um, I'm at Franklin College, and to be real honest, God has blessed me with a lot of opportunities um, especially through InterVarsity. This coming year, I'm hoping to become an InterVarsity leader and start a small group, which is just a breakout group with a handful of guys, maybe girls, probably focusing on the cross-country team, to just sit down on a night, read through God's Word, and answer questions they may have, and hopefully encourage them to come to know Jesus. And then probably the most exciting is my new roommate, and I started sitting down just one-on-one -on -one and reading through the book of Ephesians and praying together and growing together. And I'm incredibly excited 
to continue that and I feel blessed to have that opportunity and I look forward to that. So as we close, I just want to give you both, thank you both uh, for, for talking to us. Just as we close here, uh, is, there, is there one thing that you would want to tell someone watching or listening to? Um, what's the one thing that, that you would want to leave us with? And we'll let you two have the, the final word. So um, you can go first. Um, I think if, if God is pursuing you, even if you're scared, even if you're nervous, because I know I was, and I still get scared sometimes, but really just lean into him. If The more you come to know him, the more you'll want to know him. The more you desire him, the more he becomes your passion, the more it will be. It's a snowball effect. Mm. So if God is chasing your heart, chase after him. And once, once you let him catch your heart, you won't be sorry, and it will change your life forever. Amen. Amen. Um, I, I would agree. God pursues us in such a way that we couldn't ever imagine. And I, I think we have a tendency sometimes to pursue Christ with a reserved love as humans. Obviously, we're fallen. But, you know, the more that we seek God and, that you know, he tells us, you know, seek the kingdom first and all else will be provided. Amen. And so it's so important that we just put our faith in Jesus well, guys, I tell you what, I'm encouraged. Uh, I'm encouraged uh, just by what God's doing in your life. And uh, so I would say that uh, our, uh, our takeaway is to do exactly what Jesus told the disciples to do. Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that he has commanded us. And then the promise, as you both have so adequately said, uh, he's going to be with us even to the very end of the age. Absolutely. Take care. God bless, guys.